Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony Thomas coming with another episode of the Karate Chronicles on Thursday, July 26th, excuse me, Wednesday, July 26th. And this may seem like it's about to be another garden variety rant from a self-absorbed zealot. Well, I mean, I'm certainly a zealot, but not as self-absorbed as I used to be. Anyway, listen up. The majority of my podcasts have been about how the martial arts world is lacking. I've screamed, I've hollered about how the martial arts world needs a shot in the arm called reality, right? Or you could call it practicality, whichever. But I've fallen a little bit short. I have failed to give some clear, concise ways on how to add a little reality to your sports-oriented training. For all you punchers and kickers out there, I want to start with you. Not because I'm picking on you, but because, I mean, you know, someone's got to go first, right? So here it is. In a lot of schools that I've seen, and believe me, there have been a lot, I noticed that there's a lot of wasted motion as it pertains to footwork. Oftentimes, two combatants will move around the dojo floor like space will always be abundant or unlimited or something. So let me throw this out at you for a recommendation. Try sparring in a very limited amount of space. My dad calls it phone booth fighting, and he says if you can't fight in a phone booth, you can't fight, right? So this is what you do. Draw a circle or a square on the mat that's about the size of a parking lot space. And then have some other people in the class surround that sparring area with kicking shields to act like like physical barriers, right? And this drill does two things right away. The first thing that you realize is that A lot of times, a claustrophobic effect will come over you, like you will feel yourself wanting more space. You may find yourself panicking or punching and kicking in a way that's not effective because you're actually kind of panicking. Kicking in and of itself becomes a whole different thing. And you may find that those bread and butter spinning hook kicks and axe kicks and stuff don't serve you like they used to, right? They just might not get you those results you want. And for you grapplers out there, this is where I'm all over you. Instead of uh, that comfortable HCK uh, gi or those super sweet Atomic gi pants, try grappling in a pair of jeans. How about you throw some empty Coke bottles and some other light debris on the mat? You know, spice it up a little bit. Put your wallet in your pants, not your cell phone because it'll break. And then think about maybe grappling in your heaviest pair of shoes. You will find in a hurry, like I did, that sensitivity in your feet is a significant part of your grappling skill. And it's weird because most people don't think of it that way. More importantly, try this. And I love this one. Practice getting in the clinch and going for takedowns in between two cars. Pulling guard isn't really an option there, is it? Or try establishing a firm mount on concrete. Or, shoot, how about your training partner? Being mounted on the hard ground is not a whole lot of fun when you're moving back and forth. But hey, this is what real training is about, isn't it? The whole point of this is to reasonably and safely recreate scenarios that you can find yourself in on the streets, in a street fight, in a street confrontation, or hopefully breaking up a street confrontation between two other people. I don't know. What do you guys think? How do you feel about this? Do you agree with me? Am I I getting a yes or no out there? Anyway, 
Call in. Let me know how you feel because I think this is important. You can also check me out on MartialArtsOakland.com. And you guys feel free to do whatever you want to do to spice up your training. But those are just a couple quick recommendations. You guys take care of yourselves and each other. Goodbye.